What's up, everybody? Thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March 4th Pod. My website is march4th.podbean.com. My link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description for this episode. Y'all made it here, so you famous somehow, and I truly appreciate each and every one of you taking the time to listen to the March 4th with Mike Bauman podcast. I say it all the time, but I'm going to say it again. Thank you, one and all, for checking out the show. It's been awesome to connect with all of the people that I've connected with over the last couple of years that I've been doing this. And uh, just to, to be approaching episode 100, I know I've talked about it a little bit, but uh, it is a cool little milestone for me, man. Um, just to stay consistent with the show, excuse me, to see it grow and to see people checking it out, it's uh, it's awesome. And and the connections that I've made, the, the friendships that I've made, the, the awesome creators and musicians and artists and just good people, friends of mine, colleagues of mine that I've had on this show over the last few years to share their stories about persevering and moving forward, chasing their dreams in the hopes that it inspires you guys to chase yours. Like it's exactly what I what I wanted in terms of creating a positive platform where we can, you know, walk through the darkness to get to the light. And um, I'm just so grateful and so humbled by everybody who takes the time to like and subscribe to tell a friend and then that friend tells a friend for everybody who's taken the time to rate and review the show you can do it on spotify you can do it on apple like all those things go a long way you guys in helping the show get out to more people and you know helping these conversations get out to more people so you know going back to my days when i was writing for toledo free press doing feature stories and covering the local music scene and and uh, covering sports the the thing and even even before that you know when i was in college um that was really i think when i developed my love for feature stories <clears throat> excuse me never fails man when i record i always get like a little little lump in my throat or like <clears throat> you know i got to clear my throat i digress but i i really enjoy being the middleman that gets the opportunity to be the bridge between somebody and their art or their story or you know wherever they came from whatever makes them tick and the the audience and that that was something that I love the most about being a feature writer back in the day whether it was doing stories about bands and musicians or whether it was doing feature stories on athletes like that was a really cool place for me to be and it was something that that I truly enjoyed the most about it so to take that and and start my podcast in 2012 back when it was Bomber's Breakdown and now since 2019, it's been March 4th, and really since 2020 is when I've been doing it consistently to, to take that same desire and love and, and do it in a podcasting format. It really is is the truest form of expression, I feel like, of who I am and you know, enjoying having good conversations with people and connecting with people in a positive way. So when I say thank you to everybody who checks out the show and to everybody who, who follows the show and maybe you're a first-time listener because this week's guest brought you here I again I humbly say thank you because this has really just been a really a really positive place for me to come and and 
you know, share my own creativity in, in a way with, with, I guess, just kind of the makeup of who I am and how I, how I talk with people. But more importantly, sharing the stories of the people on, on these episodes, man, and, uh, you know, putting people on to new music or, you know, just hopefully it helps somebody get through their day maybe, you know, ideally, like not to sound true, you know, too like – like, I don't even know what the word is, you know, into myself or whatever, but I really hope that these conversations are, are helpful and entertaining to everybody who listens to them. So thank you. Thank you, one and all. And this week's guest, man, one of them has been on the show multiple times over the last couple of years. He's a guy that I connected with, I think, back in 2021. Really good dude, really talented dude, and we've stayed in touch, and I've kind of, in a in a way, covered his journey musically over the last few years as he's uh you know transitioned to new projects and um, has since become a father he is none other than colton ramey aka bad mentality and that is bad with the v and i also have his friend on this show jake gracie who is from the des moines deathcore band exodia and i wanted to get these guys on here and colton wanted to come back on because on saturday april 1st they have their boy bands versus breakdown show in Adel, Iowa, and uh, it's a really cool lineup, a really cool concept where they have a, a, a slate of bands who are more of a, you know pop punk and that type of vibe, and then they have a slate of bands that are more of the heavy music vibe and metal and <clears throat> you know deathcore and all of that good stuff for the headbangers. And I think it's really cool that they're they're blending those two worlds together. I think what's really awesome about music today man this bug just won't go away in my throat y'all hold on let me get a little sip of water hold on there i there we go now i sound a little bit better but i think what's really cool is uh you know pop punk i think is as as popular as it's ever been i think heavy music is as popular as it's ever been and you look at the bands that uh that are you know doing big things right now in both of those scenes it's really cool to see younger people getting put on to bands be- that they maybe weren't aware of when, when they were younger just because they started listening to Machine Gun Kelly or Swayco and then they started listening to Blink and going back and back and back. And same thing with heavy music. You know, when you look at bands like Lorna Shore, when you look at bands like Sleep Token, Spirit Box, all these bands out of the last couple of years, really since the pandemic that have come on my radar and how that opens doors for other heavier bands and more extreme music and then you look at the tours that are happening and you look at the shows that are happening whether it's uh you know when we were young festival which was basically just you know a pop punk fans dream and coming up here in may in vegas it sold out almost immediately i thought about going but uh, sick new world fest which is if you're a big fan of new metal and that scene it's everybody from 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 that era and a lot of those bands uh corn uh, and papa roach among them are still huge and as big now as they ever were so uh, i think what colton and what jake are doing with this boy bands versus breakdown show in iowa coming up here on saturday april 1st i think it's really kind of a, a cool example of what's happening in music in general in terms of the alternative music worlds and the heavy music worlds where I, I just think it's as popular as it's ever been. I know when we talked on this conversation, the show was very, very close to selling out. So I'm sure by the time this airs, it'll be even closer to selling out. And the link to the tickets will be in the podcast description for this episode as well. I digress. But yeah, man, I was just super stoked to get both of these guys on. Like I said, Colton's been on numerous times. He's put out several singles over the course of, of the couple of years that I've come to know him. 
um, Forget You is approaching 200,000 streams on Spotify. Uh, Exodia's album Mahaska came out last May, and they just had a cool reaction video from Hardcore Keem uh, that they posted on their Instagram to their song Canker Sisters, which features Dustin of Dividing the Masses. And that was really, really cool. Hardcore Keem, shout out to him, is, is a guy that uh, is just awesome for heavy music in the scene, man. But uh, but yeah, so it was it was fun to catch up with these dudes and, and learn more about their friendship and learn more about this sh- this show that's coming up in Iowa. And uh, and again, just, just to vibe out and talk about music. And since we've got two musical guests on this show, for those of you who don't know, I always put a song from the guest, if it's a musical guest, at the end of the episode. But since we've got two musical guests on this episode... We're going to do one of each, so we're just going to get right into it. From Exodia, out of Iowa, here's the aforementioned Canker Sisters featuring Dustin of Dividing the Masses.
All right, there you go. Once again, that was the song Canker Sisters featuring Dustin of Dividing the Masses from the band Exodia out of Iowa. Make sure you go follow those guys on Instagram at Exodia underscore U.S. And that is spelled E-X-O-D-I-A. That is off of their album Mahaska. So make sure you check it out. Available where you get your music. But for now, we're going to get right into it with this week's conversation I'm going to shut my big yapper and give you guys my talk with Colton Ramey, a.k.a. Bad Mentality, and Jake Gracie of Exodia. Here it is. All right, well, Colton, Jake, thanks so much, man, for, for taking the time to come on the podcast, especially on a Friday night. Obviously got some some things cooking. I just want to say, Colton, congrats on, on the success of your latest singles, man, with It Gets Better and a big letter to Little Wisconsin and also for Forget You, which you you released uh, back in, what, October 22. And I think that might have been around the last time we talked, and that one's approaching 200,000 streams just on Spotify. And I know you've got this show coming up on April 1st. And this episode, as people are hearing it, that's only going to be a few days away, the, the Boy Bands versus Breakdowns up in Iowa, man. So a lot, a lot going on, but thanks for coming back on the show, dude. Hell yeah, dude. I'm stoked to be here again, man. Yeah. So just, you know, talk to me about how you and Jake know each other and, and this big show that you guys got coming up in Adel, Iowa, man. I, I, it's, is it sold out already? Uh, it's getting close. Damn near. It's damn near. <laughs> like it's been crazy. Um, yeah, Jake and I, dude, I don't, Jake, how long have we even known each other? It's been so long. Um, is it pushing 10 years? I I feel like, well, every once in a while that video will pop up um, that Mainstay played. Um, was it the Sick Nasty Festival? I was going to say that one. Or do you remember you, we had that, we had that like house, uh, that house show of yours, like short, way before that. And we, yeah, I but I'm trying to, to think. Yeah, he drank the, the Sunny D, uh, and then I was, like, throwing stacks in the bathroom. <laughs> that, was, that was our uh, was main stage music video shoot. Um, that was in Matt's <laughs> living room. Um, but I, I want to say 2015, maybe a little before, because what will happen yeah. is, like, obviously that will pop up or, like, in memories or something of us filming it. Or at the Sick Nasty event, there's, uh, like, a live video of me playing drums. And then um, I vaguely, I remember night and day of someone falling out of that two-story, uh, that treehouse, and then the ambulance had to come. Yeah, I remember that. That was a crazy night. I almost, like, literally had a festival where somebody died. That was crazy. Some, yeah, some girl, was that was crazy. That's a whole nother story, but that she was okay, and that's all that matters. Yeah, but, yeah that's short, like, some chick fell out of a two-story uh treehouse and uh the ambulance had to come and it was nuts holy shit yeah, so i would say we've known each other almost 10 years now so yeah it's been a very long time yeah we've known each other a long time we met there's like no i don't even know the specific how i mean obviously through the music scene but i think what was really crazy is like we had like each other on facebook for a long time before like we even probably knew who each other were it was kind of like like one of those situations but yeah, I mean, we've known, we've known each other a minute and he's been, a, he was in originally in Maine State and then I was in a band called Far From Fearless. And then I went to uh, These Fading Visions 
And then I ended up where I'm pretty much at now. So it's kind of been like we've played each, with each other in two different bands. Um, so that was, that's kind of a thing, too. So we've, we've kind of known each other and played shows with each other on and off over the last, like, eight years. And, um, yeah, Jake's always been, like, holding the fort down in, like, Des Moines. And um, I've kind of been the guy in, like, the Cedar Rapids, Iowa City area. And so, like, we decided to kind of bring the east and west side of the state together and, and do, like, a show um and uh i think it's like super important that it's like super cool to talk about the idea that we really wanted to do this show to like we've been seeing a lot of eclectic shows the last like few months like especially in songs coming out where like everything's cross genre and i think it was like a super cool idea to bring like a beat down band like a deathcore band a post-hardcore band a solo artist and a pop punk band and just stick them in one room and DIY venue and just like really kind of bend the things that people get to hear in the night. And it makes me really excited because like, I know a lot of us that like, like the post hardcore and the metal core and death core and like all the sub genres there are love pop punk or vice versa. And so I hit up Jake and uh, I don't, I don't even know how long ago it was, but we've been kind of planning this for a minute. We just really wanted something that was, um, just fun all around just because a lot of people um just in music scenes in general whether there's like a lot of drama or they take things too serious um i remember going to shows back in the day and there would be just different genres all at one show and it used to be really awesome and i was like why don't we do this anymore you know because now there's just like hardcore fests or pop punk or you know whatever and i was like let's bring it back to where we just have mixed genres um and ever since my band started to become a thing We've always had mixed genre shows at this place. And I was like, let's just throw an even bigger one with different acts. Um, you know, right. just because that way you just get so many people from so many different scenes and you just have fun, you know, and that's, that's what, that's what it's about at the end of the day. So yeah, I'm super yeah. excited for this one. Um, it'll be the biggest one and uh, we'll just see how it goes. Just have a blast. I agree. Yeah. I think it's like, crazy that like one last thing like you're right like all the hardcore you always see these festivals that are like super niche now and to see like all these different bands being able to hop together it just gives a chance for people to like see like it's one thing to get somebody to send you a song to listen to right but like seeing and feeling it live is a whole nother like direction in like yeah. live music and you know what i mean like so like the fact that yeah. i get to sit see a bunch of metalcore deathcore and then like Dude, this pop punk band's about to play. It was so sick. We actually did a show down here where we were the only pop punk band on like gent, mathcore, like deathcore, left to suffer, endbringer. Like it was just like super heavy all night. And we just were like right in the middle and threw down some like pop punk and new wave pop punk of all things. And people were just eating it up. They're having such a great time. And I was like, dude, I was scared shitless to be on this as the only pop punk band like i gotta actually like make it worth us being on here you know what i mean and so but i had so many people tell me you know like hey you like off stage like hey dude like that set was so awesome like i honestly never see pop punk bands because i don't know any of them or go see any of them because i'm super into metalcore but like that made me want to go see more pop punk and i was like hearing shit like that was just so cool and uh i was like man like that just reminds me like how many times have i like maybe a friend got me a ticket to a show or something and I've gone and I've never would go to something like that, but I just had a great time listening to it live versus over my stereo. And 
So it just it just made me want to do more mixed genre stuff. And like Jake said, he's been doing like crazy shows down there um, with mixed genres. And this is just going to be the biggest one yet. So we're super excited to kind of like merge our ideas into one big thing. And hopefully we can make it more happen more often for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think the the genre melding is is cool, and like you pointed out, Colton, from from not only music that's coming out, but shows that have been going on. Um, I think it's I think it's cool to see bands of different genres get on the same bill because, like you said, I mean, I like I love headbanging and I I love metal. That's kind of the the, the wheelhouse that I I'm always in. But you know, when you hear like four four really heavy bands in a row, you know what I mean? It's kind of nice to mix it up. So I think it's cool that you guys are billing it as, as boy bands versus breakdowns and, and switch it up with people. Cause that's how you put on people to, to new scenes and new, new genres that maybe they weren't aware of too. You know what I mean? When they come to a show and yeah, hear yeah. maybe they're not aware of before. So I think that's cool. Yeah, think um, and especially time. nowadays too, nowadays, heavy music is, becoming more mainstream just because of like tiktok like they'll see a meme of like you know some vocalist doing like some growls or some heavy breakdown or someone getting spin kicked in the face or i don't know something going on and then people will just eat it up for the memes and then you know you got emily from urbandale iowa that's never been to a metal show but she saw some metal band and then she saw the flyer and was like oh that's a band from tiktok or something and then here she is going to this show you know and it's whether it's for the memes or not, it's, you know, she's going there to experience something different. Um, and that's what I enjoy about it. It's just something different. You know, you're not there the entire time to see just these pop punk bands or just these deathcore bands or anything like that. Um, and even if it's not your scene, like I totally get it. Anytime uh, my band Exodia plays nine times out of 10, we are the like heaviest band on the bill. Um, even if it's like a metal show where nine times out of 10, the heaviest band on the bill. Um, and it's just, super exciting to see you know people get down to it but maybe they don't get down to it but nine times out of ten they'll respect it or they'll be like oh this is sick and you know just bang your head you don't have to really like the music but it's a new experience for that night and if you like it cool if you don't like it cool you know you don't have to tweet about it or cry about it on the internet you know it's just something (laughs) to do for that night right exactly yeah Yeah. dude 100 percent. i was just saying like i saw i saw science and like I, I wonder, I think you might have even been there. I was with Tim McRae and uh, one of our friends, and we went to Kingdom of Giants and Defiance. And I'm trying to remember who the openers were, but they were insane. And, uh, but when I saw Defiance, I was like, man, this is sick. Like, the way they're do what they're doing was just so sick. And I, it's a different type of, like, metalcore was, for, like, kind of deal. And to be able to, like, even see that, like, branch off and subgenre of what they do and the sound, it was just, Something I wouldn't list. If somebody put it, would have put it on. I would have been like, "Oh, this is this is solid. This is cool. Sounds like Motley Crue metalcore." But then when I heard them like live, it's just like I felt it better. I don't know how to describe, it, but it's just that's how I found out about like that kind of stuff. And then I kind of discovered I actually really kind of like that like '80s hair metal music. And I've kind of like started to find new bands in that genre. So like you said, it literally that band made me something they kind of do technique vocal wise maybe you want to go down this whole rabbit hole finding so it's just like a realistic thing that happens like you said people will go may not like it or may have saw something on tiktok and they just run out to this show because they're like oh dang i like saw this bad omen thing well there's some metal bands playing in my area where there's some this or that and so they'll just go out there it's super sick it's crazy how the internet can connect to the real world for shows and stuff like that 
all around fun time. Yeah. And, and I think I was just talking to somebody else about this too. I think that where you look at the state of pop punk and heavy music in general, I think you could make the argument it's as popular and as mainstream as it's ever been. I mean, when you look at like the, when we were young fest and I can't remember if something happened with that, but I mean, just the fact that all those bands, um, we're on one bill, and now in, in May, you've got Sick New World coming up in Vegas, which sold out almost immediately with like everybody from the new metal genre. And then even when you look at the stuff that's on the radio, you look at the bands that have blown up in heavy music, like Spirit Box blew up during the pandemic. Um, I've been on a pretty big sleep token okay. wave right now. They've got like a crazy thing going on where they, they're like, like Slipknot, they're all wearing uh, masks and stuff. I mean, it's not as like... Uh, I guess you could say is like horror influenced as, as Slipknot was in the early days. But I mean, just the fact that they're all like, you know, concealing their identities and kind of have like this whole thing around their music. And then they've got like almost like this R&B kind of element and then they'll go and do a heavy breakdown. And then in pop punk, obviously with MGK and Swayco, you know, Blink and Tom linking back yeah. up, like it's just a lot going on right now. Dude, this is like the craziest our music scene has ever been. Like, it's like COVID held all the energy back and just shot it forward a few years. And like, it's just rapidly progressing. And I love our music scene. I'm seeing bands tour with bands. I see tour with solo art. So like, it's like, it's just crazy. Like, sometimes, you know, like where people will post like crazy old, like show flyers where it was just like this band that was never nowadays. Like you would see them playing together. They were just like, playing together and i'm like man that's crazy but that's happening right now and seeing blink get back together man this this, this is i'm excited for our music it's gonna be so exciting i really like looking at old show flyers those are the best times <laughs> i get some of the pop of my memories that i like forgot existed too all the time and it's so great oh yeah it's a blast i i just shared something the other day it was like this metal hardcore festival that happened in iowa and it was like every big giant well, I don't know, whatever deathcore, metal, hardcore band, like, ever, before they were, like, ever signed and, like, super big. And there yeah. were, like, I would say, like, 30 bands as a two-day festival in Iowa. And I was like, oh, my God, what the heck? Dude, and I started seeing ones from when, like, uh, all the Wooly shows uh, in Des Moines. And just seeing, like, some of the, like, it's just exciting to see, like, such a wave. Like, back then, I felt like it was a huge wave in music. Like, it's different, like, metalcore, emo, pop punk. Like, that was, like, a whole time period era for us. And it feels like we're seeing kind of that happen now, in a way, again. And it's yeah. kind of refreshing. Yes, yes. Yeah. got stale and, and uh, pretty niche for a while. And I feel like there's just fire in our community to just, like, of musicians. And uh, they're all just, like, up and doing crazy stuff. There's nothing is going on with uh on tour with somebody huge recently too like i saw and it was like a totally different like i was like wait what <laughs> oh where uh, who did somebody just also did a song like that like with uh the ghosts was it no it was jeremy mckinnon he did a song with was it nothing nowhere or point north one of those two did and that was super sick I yeah was like, it was something like that yeah it was something like that it was definitely different deep. It's it's just nuts. Like I'm so excited. Even down here. Didn't like, he do some time. with marshmallow too? Didn't he do some with marshmallow? Yeah, that was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah. But it's it's just crazy that there's like just a genre mixing. I mean you can even you know, we can go back to the go to the topic of like Bring Me the Horizon. It's probably like the most 
deathcore deathcore band ever and now they're just like a pop band but it's funny because they're throwing some of their old deathcore songs into their set list and these kids have like no idea what is going on <laughs> yeah i remember that when i we were uh we were in milwaukee i went and saw him and he was a scar lord and in the middle of their set list someone like leaked what they were doing like halfway through the tour is when they ended up wisconsin and i'll never forget they did like the suicide season like uh like medley or whatever and it had but then it went and did a the count your blood what's this album pray for or count your blessings was the one before that yeah count your blessings yeah 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 they like had like a medley from those three too so it was super sick uh it was it was like pray for plagues and all that was on there i was like oh it was like dead center in the middle of their set and it was all the good days but that's crazy because like now because of tiktok and stuff all that's like coming back. It's crazy to see like everything come full circle. It really is. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I've noticed that so much recently and it's, it just shows the power of like musicians kind of like when they want to start combining stuff and it starts happening at like one of the coasts or whatever, or through the big end of things, then it starts to trickle down into local stuff and, it's it's cool. I like seeing the unity right now, and it's not just like hardcore bands being united or pop punk bands like niche style going on pop punk this or that tours. You know, it's like exciting to see metalcore or solo pop punk artists. You know, what I mean, going on tour with metalcore bands and the Ghost Inside or stuff like that. It's super dope. Yeah, the scene right now is pretty cool. I guess I guess it depends on what scene you're in, but. Generally speaking, I would say music scenes are okay right now. Yeah, the alternative music scene as a whole is just like pretty much on fire. Yeah, and for you guys, this is coming at a great time too. Uh, thanks so much, dudes, for for doing this again. Uh, because obviously, Exodia, you guys had an album come out in almost almost a year ago, so so pretty new. I mean, it came out in May, right, Jake? And and obviously, Colton with Bad Mentality, you've released numerous singles, and and I know recently you were in Atlanta, right, working with uh with Rob Endling. So for both you guys, this is cool to be coming together for this show and also having you know pretty fresh music to to give people too. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's super yeah. sick. Exodia started out as like a solo project. Um, I just, I had a buddy yeah. write the yeah. first song, which was a disgust. And then um, I just, because I've always wanted to showcase my vocals. I've always played drums in bands. Um, and then just, you know how it is. If you're a drummer, everyone's like, oh, it's a drummer. Let's get them and attach them to our hip. And then you just play drums for like ever. And I was like, oh, I want to do vocals. And nine times out of 10, someone that doesn't know how to do vocals will try and step up just because they want to be a front man or something. That wasn't the case in our situation, but that's just what it is nine times out of ten. And then I was just like, you know, I want to do a song with vocal. So then I bought a song from my buddy, and then I had my buddy David. He's in a bigger band called Signs of the Swarm. And then I had Mystique. She did, like, the backtracks and stuff. Um, and then I just got it professionally mixed and mastered by my buddy, Austin Coop. And then, um, yeah, I released it via Slam Worldwide and... It gained some traction, and then I had some friends be like, man, you should start a band. And I was like, I've tried. It's not working out. And then I released a cover. Um, that got some more traction, and then I just had a bunch of people in my ear saying, you should like somehow start this. And then I tried. I went through like every heavy band member in Des Moines like multiple times, and finally, I think I was recording... Uh, well, I don't remember what I was recording. Maybe one more song or something had happened, but um 
one of the guys while I was in there was like, hey, you should check out this David kid. He plays drums, this new dude. And then I checked out his cover. And while I'm in there recording vocals, I was like, this dude's insane. I'm going to send him a message. So I sent him a message and he was like, oh, like, okay, like I'd be down. And I was like, well, if you're down, uh, you can like you can learn this song. And then here's the, the cover. And here you go. And then literally within a week, he sent them both to me like flawless. And I was like, cool, you're in. And then I just, you know, found guitarists and I don't know. Yeah, now we're just a full on band. So, I mean, it's cool. You know, I'll, we'll play shows until, I don't know. We just don't play shows anymore, I guess. I don't want to, I mean, you know, tours or anything like that. We're just playing shows. We, we don't really care. We're all older and we all have like full-time jobs and own houses or have kids and stuff like that. So we're just, we're just kind of having fun, you know, until, I don't know. So there's no more fun in it, I guess. <laughs> It's actually tr- crazy because, you know, like going back to that situation, I forgot that you were also a solo project because I started, and that's another thing is like, that's kind of how I kept mine. Like, so when I started Bad Mentality, it was like freshly out of a different project and it was like a duo thing. And I wanted, I went, I went solo and I'd never been a vocalist and kind of like you, like I'd always wanted to do it, but someone would always kind of step in or just like, you know, whatever because I didn't have much experience. So I just kept like kind of practicing over the years to like figure out what I wanted to do. And then I just decided to like send it. I was like, I'm going to go on my own. <laughs> and um, so I, I recorded, that's when I recorded too late. That's actually the first song I've ever done like vocals for. It's the first time I ever did it, but I just had a producer help produce the instrumental and uh, from Ascendance. And then uh, we did, we did him as a feature. And so we just threw it on there and uh it went really well and like it's still a solo thing that's the ex- like the crazy thing is like after um uh, i've already had like i have wally play drums for me and uh i have a couple guitar players um i have drake shirley down here um that plays and he's super well connected in the community and then um he also like it's just like really a great singer so it adds some dynamic to like the harmonies and stuff and i've kind of pieced together a whole group um, I actually just started with Chris Acosta from previously from Rivers and now Phantom Limbs. Um, and he's super well known for his, his recording studio down here too. So uh, he's been doing like all of the guitar work and uh, some new instrumentals and stuff for me, as well as Rob Enling. And uh, so I've kind of like gotten this, like gotten like started. It's so crazy to look back like two years ago when I really just kind of was getting started to even start recording. I, uh, I just can't believe like I've found such a great amount of members to turn it into a band uh, to fill in on tours or fill in for shows. So I just pay them. Um, if I have to go on a tour and uh, the way I do my sales job, it lets me kind of afford to, I'm thankful I can afford to just pay people. And so I'll pay them to go on a tour with me and, uh, you know, obviously have like guarantees and stuff lined up, but it's great. It's a great way to maintain like, you know, freedom, but also, like, not have members, like, trying to take over a band because, like, started still a solo project. You brought them on under the understanding of, like, hey, well, if I want yeah. to tell you to play something, like, don't, like, argue to change it. But it's also nice when you're, because you, I found people I, like, actually meshed with now by doing that. Like, I was so picky about who was in the band. And, uh, you know, now I've got, like, a really incredible lineup that just, like, pretty much if I say, here's what it is they'll play it and if they offer anything it's like wow i freaking love it i love what you did to it and i don't think i've yeah. had one had that happened there's changed or i even if i disagreed with it it's like caused an argument and it's just such a, such a healthy thriving like environment 
And uh, now it's like turned from a solo project into a whole band. And, you know, it's, it's, it's great though. I, I really love it. Like you said, like we're kind of going more like tour route and we are doing a lot of like the, uh, the bigger festivals we're submitting to and kind of doing like that stuff. And it's really nice to be able to come back to Iowa, like where we're obviously both from, I'm coming from Florida and just like connect and, and really just like, bring two different experiences now where we went from soul, like from doing other things. Like I played bass, 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 guitar, bass, bass, you know what I mean? He played drums, drums, drums. And now we're just like both doing our own thing and doing vocals, which is what we wanted to do for so long. And I didn't even think about that. That's crazy. Super dope. It is. It is really sick. Well, it's the been time a crazy we journey. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Honestly. dude. No, it's just been a crazy journey for both of us to see, like, know we were both doing solo projects over the last, like, couple of years, and they've really honestly just been, like, taken off into doing what we actually want. We actually get to create the art we wanted to create but held back on for so long. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and I, I think that ties into uh, the, the theme of this podcast, March 4th. You know, if you if you believe in something – and you believe in the art and, and you believe in, in what you have to say and you put the time in and you work hard at it and really, really dedicate yourself to it uh, because you love to do it. I, I think good things happen in due time. And I think both you guys are, are examples of that. Um, and I was just going to say in the time we have left, Thank and thanks to Colton for, for taking the time to do this. It's been awesome chatting with you. Who else is on, on this bill that you guys want to want to let people know about? You go down the line, Jake. You're the man. You know all the <laughs> I know. I need to probably look at the flyer on hand, but off the top of my head, um, we have our boy Julian. Julian is super cool. He's a good friend of mine. Um, it's crazy because he's like always been into music, and then one day he just sent me like a pop punk song, and I was like, "This shit slaps!" Like I didn't, I didn't even know he could sing. Julian's in my car club, <laughs> and like we hang out a good amount, and I had no idea that this dude could sing. And this dude legitimately has like the craziest, most awesome pop punk singing voice and i was like dude you who's this he's like oh that's me and i was like you're fucking lying he's like no that's me i was like you're a fucking liar like it's so good and it's super catchy and i love I it it's awesome to him i got introduced to him through freaking austin taylor he's like yo dude this guy wants me to play like drums in his pop punk band and i was like who is it and he's like, my friend julian and then shortly after he like connected me with him and i was like this shit bumps like wait have you ever done this before? it's good it slaps it's really good yeah. Um, so yeah, we have Julian. Um, I, in no particular order because I, I got to look at the the ad mat and try and figure out the the lineup. But um, then we have our boys in Drowning Life. Um, Drowning Life is super cool. They just came back. Um, they broke up and then uh, they like formed two different bands and then they like settled their differences and then now they're back, which is cool. They're super yeah. awesome, super heavy. Um, I would just say like a a beatdown band. They're not like deathcore. They're not hardcore. I would just say like a, a mix between both. Super heavy, super sick, good friends of ours. Um, we got our friends in Safe Space. Safe Space is super sick. It's like a mix between Linkin Park and like Rage Against the Machine. Um, Grant is a super good friend of mine. Um, anytime Safe Space plays, like their entire friends and family list on Facebook rolls out. It's always a good time. It's crazy. I remember the first time we played with them and I was like, I've never seen these people in my life. There's so many fucking people here. It's crazy. 
And I was like, yeah, let's play true. with these people all the time. Because not only was there a bunch of people, but they stayed for like the entire show. I remember Grant was like, hey, I sold all my tickets. Can we get more? And I was like, absolutely. fucking Lulee. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing as a promoter and as like, is like the band being the promoter. If you book the show in the band you're in, and people are like, yo, I sold a ton of tickets. Can I have more? You're like, hell yeah, bro. Let's go. <laughs> That's so dope. Yeah, I was like, absolutely. And especially because, you know, there's always bands that, you know, they're like, oh, we got to sell tickets. And I'm like, yeah, like even I've always yeah. sold tickets at local shows. You don't have to pay to play, but, you know, it's just nice. Like, hey, here's some more extra money you can make on the side. It helps you promote. You know, if your band sells five tickets out of the 30 I gave you, why the fuck should you ever play a show again? You know, if if some promoter gave me 50 tickets and I sold two tickets, he'd be like, you're never playing a show again. Yeah, right. But Grant was like, yo, I sold every fucking ticket. Give me more. And I was like, absolutely, you can have more. So I, yeah, I pulled up dude. the uh, I pulled up the flyer and, it, and so the boy bands is bad mentality yours truly Colton uh safe space and then Julian and then the breakdowns is yep. Exodia drowning life and torment is the other one that's on the on the bill yeah so and I was just gonna say torment so torment they are um their vocalist I forgot exactly which member but when Main State my old metalcore band that I played drums in we were on tour and we played in Duluth Minnesota. We played in some kid's basement. There's like 50 kids. It was fucking jam-packed, and it was a blast. And anyways, I think it was his house um, or someone that maybe set up the show, but he is in this new, like, deathcore band. And uh, he was like, hey, man, you know, we're looking to play more shows. And I was like, dude, absolutely. Like, you allowed my band years ago, this is like 2015, 2014, to play on tour you know we don't even care where we played you just allowed us to come to your town and play and it was a fucking amazing show i remember that show the rest of my life i was like absolutely you could play i don't even care what you sound like you're on this bill like come and hang out you know we just want you guys to have a fun time you know and that's all it is at the end of the of the day is we just want everybody to have a fun time yeah the the lineup is absolutely stacked it's like there's nothing on this genre on this bill that is the same like the only thing we're missing is a rapper, <laughs> like genuinely. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, yeah. As, and I actually like was like, man, you know what? Is it too late to add a rapper at the beginning? <laughs> like I've had that thought like three times. I'm like, what's that a yeah, third? For real. <laughs> but yeah, the, and then obviously you know you got Exodia, you know like you guys are like the hometown Des Moines heroes too. So that's that's super it's super dope to have you guys on there. I mean we're we're just really grateful to be coming all the way from Florida. Like all my boys have never had like anything to do with Iowa, except, you know, obviously I'm the only one from growing up there, but I'm excited to like show them all the restaurants and places I grew up. And like, there would be like this opportunity literally is bringing uh, guys from Florida who would no way in their right mind ever just say, Oh, we go to Iowa. Like go to yeah, Iowa. Iowa you know, definitely fly over state for sure. Right. And it's like you said, like, this is a situation for them like you where they're just going to go play in someone's like house venue right now. We're like playing in a nice cool little venue that's super unique and it's like going to be jam packed in a state they would never do this. They'll remember this probably the rest of their life. Well, dudes, I think that's a great place to end it, man. I just want to say Colton, Jake, thanks again so much for taking the time to do this. As people are listening to this, this is going to be out Tuesday, March uh, 28th. If my, 
if my uh, math is correct in my head right now on the days. Yeah, so this will be Tuesday, March 28th when this is coming out. So people who are listening to this today, if you want to take a little road trip, you got a couple of days before the show. And that's that's what's awesome about this too to me is it's a Saturday show. I mean, you really can't get much better than that because most people aren't working on Sundays. You can go out, you can have a good time. Now I have to worry about getting up in the morning. Like that's the equivalent to me of like a, like 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 now when I go to shows and, and usually I'm fortunate because I can work from home. But as an adult, like I, I call it like a school night show, <laughs> which is probably really you know, late. For real. Like if it's like a Wednesday no, like, night. Oh, it's a Tuesday. I, man, I got to work in the morning, you know, yeah, and it's good. Yeah. It's Saturday show. It's the house show. But what's cool is it's not necessarily at, in a house. It's in the backyard on a farm in like an art studio. If it's like. 130 kids it's it's a blast it's fun out in the middle of nowhere just 20 minutes outside of town ten dollar show banger bands come hang out have a blast exactly and for people who aren't aware you guys i'll put up the links in the podcast description but let them know where they can find you go first jake oh okay uh yeah i mean you can find us on facebook instagram um we don't really use Twitter. Like I said, we're just like, we're just here to hang out. Uh, Colton is here to get famous. Okay. So when <laughs> Colton gets famous, he's going to give me all of his time and money. He's going to be my sugar daddy. Okay. Sound good. Deal. hundred <laughs> percent. Colton, no, where can no. we find you, my good sir? Uh, you can actually find us on pretty much everything. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, SoundCloud, and all the streaming sites, YouTube. Yeah, we're, we're on all the streaming platforms, too. So go check us out on Spotify, uh, on Napster, on yeah, MySpace my, Music. Porn's <laughs> <laughs> on LimeWire. Facebook and, Facebook and Instagram, obviously, Bad Mentality uh, US is what we're under on there. But, uh, yeah, so we're on pretty much everything. TikTok, same thing, Bad Mentality US. Awesome. For socials um it's just exodia us like united states um on social media platforms so check us out facebook instagram spotify etc well dudes i hope the show goes awesome man i'm a fellow i'm a fellow midwest dude as well from from toledo ohio so i know how i know how the house shows go and usually people in the midwest like to throw down and have a good time so i'm sure it's going to be awesome and uh thank you so much again for coming on the show you guys are welcome back Anytime. And Jake, it's been it's been nice to talk to you initially, man. This is the first time we're talking. I'm really glad you came on too, brother. Hell yeah. No, it was nice meeting you too, man. Like I said, Colton has spoken highly of you. So super sick to finally get the phone call, meet you. So thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, you guys have a great rest of the night, right. man. Yo, you too. Bye guys. There you have it. That was my conversation with Colton Ramey, a.k.a. Bad Mentality, and Jake Gracie from the band Exodia. Make sure you go follow these guys on Instagram at Bad Mentality US, and that is bad spelled B-V-D, and Exodia underscore U-S. And once again, Exodia is spelled E-X-O-D-I-A. You can get their music wherever you get your music. I just want to say thanks again to Colton and thanks again to Jake for taking the time to come on this podcast and talk to me and all of you about the Boy Bands versus Breakdown show coming up on Saturday, April 1st in Adel, Iowa. 
The link for tickets, if there's any left, are in the podcast description for this episode as well as their Instagram handles. So just scroll down to the bottom of the podcast description, hit those links. I hope the show sells out, but for those of you still wanting to go, I hope you get an opportunity to go as well. But once again, all of it is going to be in the podcast description for this episode. So once again, just scroll to the bottom, hit those Instagram links, follow and support these guys, and then hit that link that takes you to the tickets if there's any left for the Boy Bands versus Breakdown show coming up in Iowa. So once again, everybody, I just uh, I love having conversations like that because as a fan of heavy music and as a fan of alternative music, it's just really cool to see artists putting on these shows, you know what I mean? And, and giving people in, in places like Iowa a chance to, to come out to a really awesome, you know, show that, uh, as you guys heard is, is like a, going to be like a cool DIY show. And I just think it's, it's really, really awesome that, that Colton and Jake got these bands together and put this concept together because it really is, I, I feel like an example of what I talked about at, at the jump, which is just these really cool tours that are happening right now. And and I think people just have a real desire for live music, maybe more than they ever have because of the pandemic. So many venues closed. So many venues, uh, unfortunately, closed and never reopened. There were all kinds of tours that were canceled and bands that delayed releases of their music to, to coincide with you know things opening back up. And then and then things would open up and then they'd shut down again. So the fact that, you know, really three years later, almost exactly to the weeks and days that everything kind of, you know, everything kind of stood still on planet Earth with the pandemic starting in March of 2020, man, like it's just really cool to see, you know, bands that are up and coming doing shows like this. And I and so I, I really hope that if you're in Iowa or if you're in the Midwest or you you, you know, you have some vacation time and you want to take a road trip, man, and create some memories that you'll think about twenty years from now, like, oh man, remember we went to that boy bands versus breakdown show? Once again, I hope you get a chance to go out Saturday, April first, Adel, Iowa. The link is in the podcast description for this episode. So Again, thanks, Colton. Thanks, Jake. Hope the show goes awesome. And thank you once again to all of you who listened to this show. For those of you who you know just listened to this episode and it was your first episode, I hope you come back for more. You can follow me once again on Instagram at March4thPod. My website is March4th.podbean.com. My link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description for this episode as well. So if you want to check out past work that I've done in terms of feature stories. If you want to learn more about me and kind of where I come from, there's a bio on there as well. And uh, you guys are listening to me, so you found me somehow, but uh, the, the show's on all the major platforms. So iHeart, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, TuneIn, Audible. Um, what am I? What else am I forgetting? Um, oh yeah, gosh. Well, the host site, Podbean, obviously. Um, I've been with Podbean since 2012. So for those of you out there looking to start a podcast, Podbean is great. They offer great rates as far as hosting the show and, uh, you know, make it really easy to link it up with all of those other services that I mentioned that, that have podcasts. Stitcher, it's on Stitcher. So all that stuff's in my link tree. But I just want to say to everybody, man, we're, we're approaching the end of uh, just because I work in, in healthcare during the day in the financial side of things. We're coming to the end of Q1. The first three months of the year are almost in the bag already, which is crazy to think about. But uh, I really hope your year is off to a great start. 2023 sounds a little spacey. I just turned 35. So every year I get more and more aware of uh, <laughs> getting older. But at the same time, man, it's it's a beautiful thing. You know, I've gone through my ups and downs, but um, 
you know, when I look at my journey with this show, when I look at my journey with the time that I've been in Nashville, which is crazy to say it's been almost eight years that I've been down here now when I moved out of my hometown to to come down here, there's a lot of things that I've gone through, you know, like we all do in life. I, I've had great moments. I've had great, you know, high water marks. And then I've had really, really, you know, low water marks, man. Like I, I've had some highs and some lows as we all go through in life. And in particular, within the last like two years, it's been particularly challenging, you know, going through a very difficult heartbreak and unexpected end to a relationship. Um, you know, several people around me dying it uh, it was really difficult, man. It was really tough. Um, and there's still stuff happening, but that's life. There's going to be good things and bad things that happen all the time. And I, I constantly have to remind myself as somebody with anxiety that, you know, you have to treat the bad times almost like passing clouds. You know what I mean? Or when you have intrusive thoughts, anybody out there who struggles with that like I do, um, and going down rabbit holes in your head and these what-if scenarios and you know, for me, it's like tied into like guilt and morality. Like it's just, you know, I don't want to go into all of that, man, other than to say that like I've struggled with anxiety for a long time. And it's like, you know, you don't have to entertain every thought that pops into your head. And also you don't have to give it any credence. But but when it comes to life and good things and bad things happening, I think it's really important not to get too high or too low. It's important to just stay even keel, you know, because if you get if you get too high and you get too full of yourself in those in those really good moments, that's when you slip up. You know what I mean? Sometimes it happens you see with people who come into money, you know, and they're and they're killing it and they're killing it and, you know, they're hitting all these sales goals and they're getting all these bonuses and then they start getting a little too out of hand with the money and then all of a sudden they have a couple of tough months and it's like, holy crap, you know, rent's due, I got to pay these bills, I got to feed whoever and, you know, I, I was having a little too much fun, you know. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, go out, have some fun, but you know, be smart with your money, you know, uh, and it's the same thing with, with, with bad things that happen, whether it's a breakup or maybe you lost your job, you know, or um, your parents got divorced or, you know, you had a falling out with a friend and you don't really understand why, you know, you don't really understand why that person left you or the relationship ended. And, you know, as somebody who's done a ton of ruminating and, 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 and I look back and look forward uh, way too much uh, and I, I need to spend more time in the present, just, just, Try your best, you guys, to find things to calm your mind, whether it's exercise, meditation, reading, writing, journaling, getting outside, getting fresh air, spending time with friends and socializing. Like All of those things help you stay even keel, and that's really the most important thing that, that I can say. Not that anybody <laughs> asked for my advice, but just um, you know, you know, appreciate the highs, but also... Um, you know, learn the lesson from the lows and just try to try to stay even keel, man. You know, just waves are going to come and they're going to go. And um, at the end of the day, it, it all it all works out the way it's supposed to. So if you're down right now, I hope things get better. And uh, if you're up right now, I hope I hope that you can ride that wave as long as possible and uh, be smart while you're up there and not not get too full of yourself, man. But uh, but yeah, I just hope that everybody has a great start to the year. And if not, it gets better. So once again, follow Exodia on Instagram at Exodia underscore US. Follow Bad Mentality at Bad Mentality US. You can get those guys' music wherever you get your music. And uh, yeah, baby, I hope that the show goes awesome. Boy Bands versus Breakdowns, Saturday, April 1st in Adel, Iowa. That is going to be a wrap for this week's episode. So I'm going to officially close things out by saying what I always say as a tribute to my gramp. Keep the faith and be kind to one another. 
courtesy of Colton from Bad Mentality. Here is the smash hit single, Forget You. Peace. Get you.